and welcome to the June 3rd episode of Investing Beyond Borders, a podcast from Miranda Law Firm that brings you regular insight on investment opportunities and legal and regulatory updates from throughout the Miranda Alliance world. This week, we bring you news on industrial tax reductions in Angola and a new rail link with Namibia, the revision of the Cape Verde Maritime Code, energy transition in Mauritania and Mozambique, a new public procurement framework in Timor-Leste, and other major developments in our jurisdictions. Sit back, relax, and enjoy investing beyond borders. Joana, the floor is yours. We start this week's episode with news that the African Export-Import Bank has signed an agreement with the African Petroleum Producers Organization, under which both parties will join forces to create an African Energy Transition Bank in support of an African-led energy transition strategy. The new institution should ensure the provision of capital for Africa's upcoming oil and gas projects, leading to an acceleration of the continent's economic development. While providing critical financing in the energy sector, the bank will also also make sure this progress is compatible with and complementary to the Sustainable Development Goals, as well as the continent's long-term social and environmental objectives as set out in African Union's Agenda 2063, The Africa We Want. Speaking at the 2022 Ibrahim Governments Forum, the President of the World Bank has reaffirmed the bank's commitment to renewable energy in Africa, having highlighted the importance of new investments in hydropower and dam maintenance. Other critical steps consist of increasing energy efficiency, including air conditioning, and making the necessary grid investments to absorb renewables. In Angola, the government will reduce the industrial tax levied on incidental services from 15% to 6.5%, an initiative aimed mainly at the activities in the oil sector. According to the government, the measure should give investors security and legal certainty, thus increasing the chance of foreign direct investment. While the amendment has been established in the General State Budget for 2022, a new draft law amending the industrial tax code was presented in Parliament. Angola may soon be connected to Namibia via 300-kilometer railway line whose feasibility study is already being carried out by Mosamed Railway. The project should bring major advantages to the south of the country, in particular to the Wheeler province, as the new connection will allow greater fluidity between Angola, Namibia and South Africa, improving the economy in the region. Cape Verde will soon have a new maritime code that should enter into force this August. The revised and updated document based on the previous code focuses on modernizing and simplifying procedures and adopting international practices considered beneficial to the Cape Verdean economy. According to Giliard Nascimento, coordinator of the National Team for Monitoring and Following Up on the Maritime Code, the code's regulations are already drafted for later approval, which is a clear improvement from the previous code, which was practically unregulated. Other advantages pointed out are the repositioning of the mortgage among maritime credits in order to make the Cape Verdean flag more attractive, the reorganization of the economic order of maritime transport, the updating of certain aspects of the maritime insurance regime, and the implementation of integrated actions by the various relevant entities, among others. Promoted by the National Authorizing Officer of the European Development Fund and funded by the European Union, the revision of the Maritime Code, as well as the drafting of several statutes related to the Code, and the of recommendations on the potential accession to international conventions was prepared by a consortium of which Miranda is proudly part of. Besides the team of Miranda experts, the consortium comprises the Italian consultancy firm Open Plan Consulting SRL and the Academy Fondazione Accademia Italiana della Marina Mercantile. 
In Cameroon, British firm Euro Petroleum Consultants signed a project management coordinator service contract with All Bitumen Cameroon PLC, which is developing the project to build a 250,000-ton bitumen production plant in Kribi. Together with a mini oil refinery with a production capacity of 10,000 barrels per day, which will provide the raw material, the bitumen plant in the making will put an end to Cameroon's bitumen imports. The 100 billion CFA francs investment should also lead to the creation of 300 to 400 direct jobs and about 1,500 indirect jobs. Meanwhile in Côte d'Ivoire, Italian energy producer ENI plans to launch a tender in 2023 for the supply of a floating production, storage and offloading vessel for the Baleine Discovery. The tender will also cover the provision of subsea production system installation services. Balen, located on block CI101, operated by ENI and state-owned oil company Petrocy, is Côte d'Ivoire's largest discovery in about 20 years, holding up to 2 billion barrels of oil and up to 2.4 trillion cubic feet of gas, according to ENI's initial estimates. In the meantime, Mauritania is seeking to become a new global green hydrogen and gas hub. The pre-feasibility study for the Green Hydrogen Project, Project Nour, has confirmed that Mauritania is exceptionally well-placed for green hydrogen production due to its world-class solar and wind resources. With up to 10 gigawatts of electrolysis installed, Project Noor could become one of the largest green hydrogen projects globally by 2030, while having the potential to produce some of the cheapest green hydrogen in the world. Having prioritized frontier exploration and reforming its regulatory environment to create a more business-friendly climate for foreign companies, the country is set to see an influx in new investment in gas projects. Meanwhile, the government is also set to launch its master plan, encouraging gas developments onshore in the Taudini Basin and seeking investments to develop refineries. Mauritania is one of the countries where Miranda has been actively involved in recent years and our team is looking forward to the positive impact that these projects may have on the country. The government of Mozambique believes that the country's reserves of over 180 trillion cubic feet of natural gas will contribute to energy transition in Africa and worldwide. Financially supported by the African Development Bank, Mozambique is completing a natural gas master plan that will contribute to the transformation of the economy of southern African countries. In the pipeline are projects for the liquefaction of gas, facilitating transport to other markets such as Europe, Asia and other African countries. Also to contribute to the region's energy transition is the Mpanenkua Hydropower Project, financed by the International Finance Corporation. The 1500 Hydropower Project is estimated at 4.5 billion US dollars and consists of a dam and power station to be located in the Tete province, and high-voltage transmission infrastructure of 1300 kilometers that will go all the way to Meput. The African Development Bank will serve as an advisor to the project, having signed an agreement with the Mpandankua Hydroelectric Project Implementation Office, and has pledged to ensure that international environmental, social and governments and associated standards are adhered to during the project's development and that the project remains attractive to reputable investors. To be completed in 2031, the hydropower project is expected to supply power to meet Mozambique's growing domestic demand, as well as the demand in neighboring countries such as South Africa and transform Mozambique into a regional energy hub. 
Meanwhile, the Democratic Republic of the Congo is launching a new oil licensing round on 28 and 29 July, putting up 16 blocks for offer in the country's central and coastal basins. The DRC has produced around 22,000 barrels of oil per day for years, despite sitting on up to 5 billion barrels of reserves, and the authorities in Kinshasa intend to increase production to bring it to at least 200,000 barrels of oil per day. Although the roadshow dates and relevant terms of reference haven't yet been announced, the licensing round will be marketed through various platforms, such as the Africa Energy Week to be held in Cape Town in October 2022. The government also announced tax alleviation and exemption measures to attract foreign investors. These measures will complement the hydrocarbons code that entered into force on 1st August 2015, introducing crucial legal adjustments such as improved transparency and the requirements of public tenders for oil exploration and production permit, allowing the DRC to keep up with other oil-producing nations in terms of attracting international oil industry players. Senegal is expected to partner with Germany in exploring and developing its natural gas reserves, as stated by German Chancellor Olaf Scholz during an official visit to the West African nation. Last year, Germany and the United States signed an energy transition partnership agreement with South Africa, assisting the African nation in its efforts to quickly phase out polluting coal energy, and a similar agreement is currently in the works for Senegal. It is anticipated that Senegal will produce 2.5 million tons of liquefied natural gas in 2023 alone, with an increase of up to 10 billion tons by 2030. Senegal will then have a leading role in Africa's emerging gas markets, positioning itself as an ideal supplier to German and other European markets to curb their reliance on Russian gas. Finally, in Timor-Leste, a new public procurement law has just been approved, replacing the prior framework that was in force for a number of years and was outdated. The new law significantly changes public procurement in the country and is expected to have an impact on both public entities organizing procurement procedures and bidders for contracts. A Miranda team is currently providing training to both private and public institutions on this important legal development. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Investing Beyond Borders. We will be back with you in two weeks' time with more developments in the Miranda Alliance world. Please join us then for more news from the 19 Miranda Alliance jurisdictions. If you have time, also drop by our website or LinkedIn page, where you will find more updates on our activity and legal developments of interest to our clients and followers. This podcast was brought to you by Miranda Law Firm and Miranda Alliance. You can find out more about our worldwide activities and assistance to investors at www.mirandalawfirm.com. This episode was presented by Joana Graça Moura from our Lisbon office and Luís Miranda from the Houston office. Content was developed exclusively for Miranda by the Miranda Alliance podcast team. Technical support is provided by Hugo Ribeiro from our communications department. All content is subject to copyright and protected by law.